Journey to Pascha, Orthodox Spiritual Reflections on Great Lent, brought to you by the Greek Orthodox Christian Society of the Greek Orthodox Archdiocese of Australia. Our Daily Bread Orthodox Scripture Readings to Help Nourish the Soul Proverbs Chapter 14 verse 27 to Chapter 15 verse 4 The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life, that one may avoid the snares of death. In a multitude of people is the glory of a king, but without people a prince is ruined. He who is slow to anger has great understanding, but he who has a hasty temper exalts folly. A tranquil mind gives life to the flesh, but passion makes the bones rot. He who oppresses a poor man insults his maker, but he who is kind to the needy honors him. The wicked is overthrown through his evil doing but the righteous finds refuge through his integrity. Wisdom abides in the mind of a man of understanding, but it is not known in the heart of fools. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. A servant who deals wisely has the king's favour, but his wrath falls on one who acts shamefully. A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. The tongue of the wise dispenses knowledge, but the mouths of the fools pour out folly. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, keeping watch on the evil and the good. A gentle tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness in it breaks the spirit. Lives of Our Saints The Venerable John Climacus. John Climacus is the author of The Ladder of Divine Ascent. John came to Mount Sinai as a 16-year-old youth and remained there, first as a novice, later as a recluse, and finally as abbot of Sinai until his 80th year, where he reposed in about the year 649 AD. His biographer, the monk Daniel, says about him, his body ascended the heights of Sinai, while his soul ascended the heights of heaven. He remained under obedience to his spiritual father, Martyrios, for 19 years. Anastasios of Sinai, seeing the young John, prophesied that he would become the abbot of Sinai. After the death of his spiritual father, John withdrew into a cave, where he lived a life of strict asceticism for 20 years. His disciple, Moses, fell asleep one day under the shade of a large stone. John, at prayer in his cell, saw that his disciple was in danger and prayed to God for him. 
Later, when Moses returned, he fell on his knees and gave thanks to his spiritual father for saving him from certain death. He related that in a dream he had heard John calling him and that he had jumped up at the moment before the stone had fallen. Had he not jumped, the stone would have crushed him. At the insistence of the brotherhood, John agreed to become abbot, and he directed the salvation of the souls of men with zeal and love. Certain people reproached John for talking too much. Not at all angered by this, John nevertheless remained silent for an entire year. He did not utter a word until the brothers implored him to speak and to continue teaching them his God-given wisdom. On one occasion, when 600 pilgrims came to the monastery of Sinai, everyone saw an agile youth in Jewish attire serving at table, giving orders to servants and assigning duties. Suddenly, this young man disappeared. When everyone noticed this and began to ask questions, Jod said to them, Do not seek him, for that was Moses the prophet serving in his own place. During his silence in the cave, John wrote many worthwhile books, of which the most glorious is The Ladder. The book is still read by many, even today. In this book, John describes the method of raising the soul to God, comparing it to the climbing of a ladder. Before his death, John designated George, his brother in the flesh, as abbot. George grieved much because of his separation from John. Then John said to him that, if he were found worthy to be near God in the other world, he would pray to him that George would be taken to heaven that same year. And so it came to pass. After ten months, George fell asleep and settled among the citizens of heaven, as his great brother John had done. Commemoration of a monk who died joyfully and never judged anyone in his life. This monk was lazy, careless and lacking in his prayer life, but throughout all of his life he did not judge anyone. While dying he was happy. When the brethren asked him how it was that with so many sins he could die joyfully, he replied, I now see angels who are showing me a page containing my numerous sins. I said to them, Our Lord said, Judge not, and ye shall not be judged. I have never judged anyone, and I hope in the mercy of God that he will not judge me. And the angels tore up the paper. Upon hearing this, the monks were astonished and learned from it. Orthodox Readings and Reflections for Lent Brought to you by the Greek Orthodox Christian Society Truly this was the Son of God 
These words were spoken by the centurion, who carried out his duties conscientiously as a soldier. Under orders of his superiors, he had to guard the body of Christ on Golgotha. Outwardly, he acted like a machine, but inwardly, his soul was wide awake. He, a Roman soldier, a pagan, and an idolater, saw all that had occurred at the time of the death of Christ, and cried out, Truly this was the Son of God. Not knowing about the one God, and not knowing the Law and the Prophets, he immediately comprehended that which the priests of the one God, and authorities of the Law and the Prophets, were unable to comprehend. On this occasion, the Word of God was realized. For judgment I am come into this world, that they which see not might see, and that they which see might be made blind. John chapter 9 verse 39 Truly, he who was blind in the spirit saw, and those who thought they could see were completely blinded. Was it possible that the Jewish elders neither saw the darkened sun, nor felt the earthquake, nor noticed how the rocks were split, nor saw that the veil in the temple was rent, nor recognized many of the saints who came out of open graves and appeared in Jerusalem. They saw all of this, and all of them accurately witnessed everything. Nevertheless, their spirits remained blind and their hearts stony. All of these manifestations, awesome and extraordinary, they probably interpreted as the unbelieving would do today, as coincidences and illusions. The pagans of all times interpret everything as coincidence or self-deception. Whenever the finger of God appears to reprimand men, to direct or to inform them. The Roman centurion Longinus, who was that soldier, saw all that had occurred without prejudice, and beneath the cross he confessed his faith in the Son of God. His exclamation was not wrested accidentally from his frightened heart. Rather, it was his confession of faith, for which he later laid down his life in order to embrace a better life in the kingdom of Christ. O brethren, how great is this Roman centurion, who upon seeing the lifeless Lord crucified between thieves on the dunghill of Golgotha, recognized him as God, and confessed him as God. O brethren, how petty are those Christians who recognize the Lord as resurrected, as glorified, 
as the victor and the victory bearer through thousands of his saints, but who nevertheless retain in their hearts doubt, like a poisonous serpent which poisons them every day and buries their lives in eternal darkness. O crucified and resurrected Lord, have mercy on us and save us. To Thee be glory and praise forever. Amen. you've enjoyed this edition of the journey to Pascha brought to you by the Greek Orthodox Christian Society be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple podcasts or visit nicknos.org at lychnos.org.au where you can find more Orthodox articles talks and podcasts to help you on your journey this Lent towards the resurrection of our Lord mm-hmm.